Hey, Higgins. Hey. Hey, you're here. Yeah, well, back again. Back for another show. We got someone with us. Josh is here. Who? That's you. Oh, that's me. That's right. Good to have you here. Thank you, sir. All right, uh, big news up top in this in this little intro bit, Higgins. Yeah? We already said we have a guest. That's important. We have a guest. Mm-hmm. And I know that you wanted to talk about this, but I'm going to go ahead and talk about it first. I said that we read Batman. We're not doing that. We're reading a different book. Man, I was going to slam you so hard. I know. That's why I wanted We're to. We're not going to get to read that till... December, probably? December, probably. But we'll have to do a holiday episode. Let's do it on... We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll get we'll get there when we get there, won't we? Yeah. All right. Well, uh, maybe get on with the show today. I, I can do that. Good. Welcome everybody to Comrades, Cocktails, and Comics, the show where we get together, we drink together, but more importantly, we read together. My name is Snoop Lynch. With me, always, is my co-host, Higgins Sturm. Hey, that's me. He's right there. That's him. How are you? Doing all right. That's great. I don't really care, though, because today, Higgins, we've got a very special guest here, our friend Josh, friend of the show. Friend and listener. That's him right there. Josh Wah. He's helped out the show a good bit of times. He gave us some bourbon. Some cups. Some cups. He brought cups. He brought more bourbon today. He's one of our 30 listeners. That's me. The most important listener? Well, that's not true. There's, you're all important in, in my book. Um, but yeah, Josh is here. We're going to drink a drink, read a book. What are we drinking today? Let's get that out of the way first. I don't know. You're going to have to at least give him the name. I can tell you what's in it. I can also tell you what's in it. That's right. You guys made it a second ago. I forgot. Yeah, it's a... <laughs> so you can't yeah. tell me what's in it? I uh, know one thing that's in it. What's that? Colgate. <laughs> it's a very, it's a very minty drink. <laughs> so what are what are we getting into? And I'll tell them what's in it. I remember all the ounces. I don't but <laughs> remember because the ounces aren't important. Because as always, I'm going to link a recipe on the description notes of this episode. But yeah, it's called a uh, apocalypse, and the reason it's apocalypse. called that that makes it so makes, much sense. Mm-hmm. It makes a lot of sense. <laughs> mm-hmm. And the reason it's called that, the reason we're drinking it today, is because instead of reading Batman, it's not out yet. Sorry about it. Instead, we're going to read Volume 1 of The Umbrella Academy. The Apocalypse Suite. Mm-hmm. As it's also known as, yes. By Gerard Way. By Gerard Way. He wrote it. Of My Chemical Romance fame. <laughs> He's great. He, he is pretty great, isn't he? It's a t- not fair that p- you can be talented at, like, multiple things. He's also writing a score. No, I would kill to be talented at least one thing. Yeah, mm. exactly. <laughs> He's writing a score for Clerks 3. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Did he really? Yeah, he is. Oh, Nice. Yeah, he's, he's, he's kind of done a little bit of everything in, in the comics world and just the producing world in general. But this is kind of, I think this is one of his uh, his claims to fame as far as comics go. I think it's kind of what kicked him off. Now he writes a little bit of everything. He had a short little stint on, uh, I think, Doom Patrol a couple of years ago. Okay. Not, I thought he sure did a lot of it, is what I heard. Yeah, he did. It was like 12 issues or something, I don't know. But I'm sure it was weird and great, but mostly weird. And I'm happy for him. And I'm happy he wrote this in a way. Maybe and I'm- also glad that Gabriel did the art because you've read something with him doing the art before too, right? You read Day Tripper? Yeah, Gabriel Ba, and then uh, Day Tripper was a comic. I think he drew it, and then his brother Fabio Moon wrote it, or yeah, it's either that or reversed. I can't remember. Something like that. I just know that he was on Day Tripper, and this has like it's very similar art style. Very day trippy vibes. Well, I think didn't Fabio have something to do with this, or he had like some affiliation with Gabriel during? He, the- um, it was in his dedication was oh, okay. to his brother, okay. yeah, because he basically apparently every time he draw like a, 
a new page, he'd go over to his brother and be like, hey, is this good? And he'd go like, yeah, it's all right. It's, it could be better. Pass. Yeah. So, you know, love all around. And then Gerard Way, I think, dedicated this to his wife, if I remember correctly. I believe so. I'm, I'm going to say so. I don't think he dedicated it to me. Are you sure? So she's the way to his heart? Nice. Mm, nice. nice one. Let's skip, let's skip that one. Because <laughs> we talked about this before the show. You were going to slip in mint puns. <laughs> you're just, you're throwing, the, you're throwing off the whole, whole vibe of the entire episode. Oh, okay. By the way, uh, the Apocalypse drink, it has vodka, mm-hmm. Kahlua. Yep. Bourbon of your choice. We have this one called Rabbit Hole. Josh brought it. Mm-hmm. It's very fancy. Way fancier than we'd ever get otherwise. And then peppermint schnapps. And that's the Colgate. Yeah, that's that's the mint. That's what really rounds it out. Three really, times more of that than anything else in this drink. Really, it's just like <laughs> There was a lot of mint. peppermint schnapps in this. I forgot about that. It's just brown mint, basically. It's, it's flat Coke with mint in it. <laughs> but like I, was, I, st- I went to go for a drink. Of my uh, my flat coke and my gum fell out of my mouth while you drink. were brushing your teeth. <laughs> but honestly, does no one else do that? I mean, when I accidentally coke? did it this time. <laughs> if you drank this, it'd probably get you pretty drunk, right? It, I, Considering it's only liquor, we're not going to be the ones to find out. Yeah, we we can't do that. <laughs> not this time. We got we got a guest. We got an image to uphold in front of him. And then and I got a job. Well, I've already seen what happens. It's not good, is it? Been there, done that. <laughs> I don't want to see it again today. Not, I, honestly, it's not great, but I don't hate it. I've definitely had worse on this show. I don't yeah. think nothing is still topped that melon drink oh, we that had way back so when. Bad. So I'm going to give this one. It's it's going to be like middle of the road for me, as far as drinks go on this show. I'm not going to be the one that starts doing ratings for the drinks along with the comic snoops. So just just jump on past that train of thought. No it's ratings. Too much. Wow. No candy canes for this drink. No double. No. The only thing colder than your attitude. Is the minty taste of this drink. Is my breath. Is. And that too, because of this drink. But let's focus on this book that we were talking about a second ago. You said right. things. You said writers. You said artists. Oh, yeah. Uh, we normally don't do this, but I felt like it was pretty important for me. I want to give a shout out to uh, the guy who did the colors, Dave Stewart, because I feel like that just kind of elevates this book to a whole other level for me. Well, that's what I was saying, like, uh, with Gabrielle... <laughs> or whoever did the art and the day tripper thing, the do colors, you just, like... Are you, are you trying to say, like, bah... Like well, it's got like an yeah, and it's got an accent mark on it, so I don't know how to. And that's what how you the, think what, accents are said. Yeah, like, <laughs> meh. yeah, nah, nah. Do yeah. You, it just sounds like you're saying bah. Well, that's that's what it stands for, I think. All right, I, just in more post, Put that in Google. In post, whenever you say his last name, I'm just gonna insert a the sheep. sound of a sheep. All right, cool. Like the one that screams during Taylor Swift what? songs. <laughs> <laughs> the very same. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, for me, just kind of like just a quick little note. Before we really dive into it, Gabriel Ba's art and paired with Dave Stewart's colors, like that's the book for me in a lot of ways. I don't think I would have enjoyed as much as I did without those two. All those grays and blacks. I agree with that. Definitely the art and the coloring of the art was top tier. Yeah. And I think this is kind of their first, I don't know if they've worked together since this. This was uh, originally written, I think like 2007 to 2008 was this initial run of these first six, yep. but I don't know if they've worked on anything together since then, but this was their first collaboration, so knock it out of the park. You can just look up when Black Parade came out, because this is when this came out. Nice. That's right, it would have been around the same time. Isn't it supposed to go, like, to, it doesn't connect to it, technically, I, right? Sure. I did read that insert at the end of the book that did say... I kind of went into some, like the Black Parade and <laughs> did you that like, whole album was connected to something he did. I think he was writing this During. while on tour yeah. for the for okay. that album. Yeah, and that's kind of that's what made it a big deal. Him a big deal, especially is because 
to write a comic while doing something that demanding is pretty impressive and busy not, man. He is he's the man, man with the plan. I like that bit at the end though at his biography where it's just, you know, he lives with his wife in LA and he does this. He got a he went to college for this and then the last line is he's also in a band. Yeah. It doesn't even mention what band it is. But good for him. Uh you want to kind of go into the story a little bit though. Yeah, sure. All right. Higgins as always, you know, I'm going to bring a synopsis to the table in case All no right. one's read this. So let me get that. Where are my notes, Higgins? You can give uh, me my notes. There they are. On a piece of paper like an ass. <laughs> Same as my book, which I, <laughs> is also on paper, unlike yours, because you just read it online like a prick. Whoa. Where did my synopses go? Hold on. He's got oh, so wait, many I forgot. words. I just wrote a note to myself that it, I would read the back of this. Again, I bought the book. Oh. Anyway, I'll shorten it a little bit more than what it already is. But things, just in case you didn't know, the Umbrella Academy is set in an inexplicable set after an inexplicable worldwide event where 43 extraordinary children were spontaneously born by women who previously shown no signs of pregnancy. Can you believe that, Higgins? I can't. I don't know where these babies came from. No, nope, neither do they, they. They came from women. Yeah, we'll, sh- we'll have to talk with them after. We'll have to talk with them after. <laughs> this is a, that's a whole different podcast. It's a whole different episode, <laughs> quite frankly. Um, and it's just going to muddy up the work. So this synopsis I'm reading, because after all that stuff happened, Higgins, a millionaire inventor by the name of Reginald Hargreaves adopted seven of these children. When asked why, his only explanation was to save the world. Deep. Hey, that's like the whole opening thing, too. And it's kind of neat. It's pretty cool. A little more detailed in the opening. Tesla and Tom Gurney dropped the bow on an alien. And as soon as he dropped the bow on an alien, all those kids he were born. He impregnated 43 women. I guess that's how it works in it space. Might, uh, that is how people get pregnant, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, you bust an alien. Do you think it was the alien being busted that got them pregnant, or just like the... If you like, say coincidence. Which came first, Higgins? No, the like the, the fact alien. that like all 43 women were watching this wrestling match and saw him drop that bow, and they were like, God. Instantly impregnated. Yeah. <laughs> this is beautiful. <laughs> oh, Felt a love they couldn't contain. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if it'll ever get explained. We the reason we picked this book is because we all liked the first season of the the show they just released on Netflix. So we figured you know good a story as any to pick up on. Yeah, and we didn't get to read Batman either. Oh, yeah. got him again. <laughs> you didn't get me. I'm not the one who pushed it back. You got DC if anything. <laughs> and once you get DC, they get you forever. You better watch that tone. Anyway, there's seven kids. <laughs> they watching the show and stuff. I was like, man, I'm gonna try to compare them. They're not the same. But that's okay. I, I don't really... I know there's others. Like, there's other volumes of this story afterwards. I think there's at least two or three. There's, like, there's, there's, three, there's two more there's, in total. Uh-huh. I thought I saw three or four. four. There's, there's two... But maybe. No, if I remember right, there's two follow-ups to these characters and then another one is spinoffs of oh, someone okay. else. If I, I think that's what it is. And I don't know if it's even completely done. They may come back to this world. But, yeah, just kind of coming from the show into this... It's very different. Like the world especially is like nothing like the show to me in a lot of ways. I kind of like that. I always like when, and we kind of had the same experience with Wanted when we did that episode, Higgins, of like that was a different interpretation. And now coming back to the original stuff, what they chose to omit and expand on is is, yeah. is pretty interesting. And I like some aspects of what was done here in the book versus the show and some I, I don't. And I think the biggest one for me that I like over the book is the the world is just so much more like there's a lot going on in that world that raises a lot of questions that I kind of want answered. Like, why is there alien wrestling matches? And if I remember, that's true. Like, if, people are just cool with that. 
Yeah, it's just a normal thing. And if I remember right, Hargreaves is an alien. Yeah, yeah but I don't think they. The I don't think that's like, like in the in the comic. Not yeah, in, in the, the very beginning. Yeah. I mean, he might pull his, his face, face off. off later. We don't know. Yeah, you're right. I didn't know that until. Well, I mean, until I looked at it. You hear that? We got him. And yeah. he didn't even like get to see his alien face too. I'm so upset. Because there might be some in the other volumes. We'll get to it. We'll probably do the second one when the uh, second season of the show is coming close. All right. Get Josh back. Do you think it'd be affiliated? Kind of like how this one kind of runs with the same storyline. The second season, or you think they're going to go because the differences are there between the the book and the show? Yeah, I, I guess kind of. I mean, this is spoilers for any and all of this. People should know that by now. And if they haven't read it, then Get go out. away, do that. And if you don't care, then keep listening. But yeah, the biggest difference with the book is they stop the apocalypse. Yeah, and so a lot of that would tell me it's just going to kind of be a new thing because they don't have to worry about that anymore. There is the stuff with um number five and the guys from the diner that he murders like they kind of bring that up i love that that's yeah i don't really get a sense of what his powers are in this book yeah um like they mention he can tie like it seems to be the exact same but just kind of reading it there's no like in in the comic they don't say anything about him being able to blink or any type of like teleportation just the time warp is the only thing that they kind of go into in the book yeah and maybe that is his only powers maybe instead of jumping through like space and matter he just jumps forward to points in time because mm-hmm. well not jumps forward because that's like the whole thing he can't jump into the future but maybe it's just far off future maybe that's kind of why he got stuck is because he's like oh i can do this i don't know that's that's going to be my biggest complaint about this story is if i was just reading this like when it came out i don't really get a sense of who the characters are and a lot of what they can do i'm, I'm teased a lot as far as like you know we get one little flashback to when they fought that guy at the the Eiffel Tower or whatever. That yeah. was super cool seeing it, them as kids it like, is doing cool. superpowers. Yeah, it's it's really awesome. My only complaint is there's not enough of that. So when we get to the present stuff, the character development is isn't really there. Like yeah. Klaus is one of my favorite characters. Seance. Yeah. And he's seance in this, but I don't really know what his deal is from this. I know that he can talk to the dead still and he yeah. has telekinesis, but that's kinda just that's who he is. Yeah, the character detail isn't super deep inside this comic mm-hmm. it's obviously short it's not very long there's six chapters so they can't really go into a whole bunch but giving you a take yeah and it could be one of those things that because we haven't read on there might it might be these guys again in the other volumes and they actually expand upon kind of what makes them tick but just like you said i mean six issues is still it's a fair amount of time to really flesh out these guys and see what they're about because we know they hate their dad like he was a prick and they don't like each other that much either they're estranged but a lot of the story is motivated through that and I don't really buy any of it and I think the biggest thing for me that I just don't really get is um Vanya's character development yeah she's just kind of insane in this for no reason like instantly yeah like from the beginning uh, I mean to be fair like this and like the entire time she's just like this the one one kid out of like seven that didn't have superpowers didn't technically I'm doing air quotes didn't have superpowers things you don't have to tell us everybody knows you're doing air quotes <laughs> on this podcast didn't have superpowers but uh and then there's like all the other six and they're just out there fighting crime fighting crime and then you see her in like the spaceship with her dad and he's like just go go over there in the corner and play your violin you're useless you're not even that good at that so it's what. 18 to 20 years of just being like way worse than like her six brothers and sisters. So there might be grounds for it. 
I, I think some of the groundwork is there for her being like resentful, but only towards him. Like all the stuff you said just now gives her reason, like gives me a reason to believe why she would hate him so much. And that comes back around when she thinks that uh seance has like called him to, you know, mess Talk with her. her. Yeah. It, it really throws her off. It's the only thing that kind of like helps them stop her because all that stuff happened. There's another flashback later on um, in the story where, you know, the only one who was nice to her was Pogo probably. But I, she, the reason why she goes to, um, What's the guy's name? The villain for a second, and then he gets uh, killed. I don't know. He's he leads an orchestra. Yeah, Higgins, let me flip to it because I have a book right. Not here. only an orchestra, an Higgins. orchestra filled with people. Higgins, why are you talking? Have Do you not hear this flip? That murders and burglaries yeah. and crimes of all shapes and fashions. Can't believe that you're depriving the listeners of this great page flipping. I mean, you can put it in after post, like at post or whatever. The conductor. Yeah, the that's conductor. the guy's name. That's oh, just his name, man. the conductor. Yeah. Okay. That might just be his title. Yeah, because they like in this. This is a very much like a superhero, supervillain kind of world, and he's a new supervillain, I guess. Later, he has, later he has a whole orchestra full of people that just want to kill. Yeah, yeah kill, 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 which is normal. You know, in New York, they do that. Just play a cello. Yeah, that would drive me insane. But he's the one who kind of is like, "Hey, help us destroy the world." And at first, she says no, which yeah, obviously, these freaks right here—they don't know what they're doing. But then she gets into a quick little, it's not even a fight. I think that's what's really throwing me off is her motivations for going back to him and deciding like, hey, I'm going to destroy the world is my she, brother. her brother saves her and like, it's just, I mean, he's an asshole to her. Don't get me wrong, but I don't see that as enough to go. I hate my family. They hate me. Let's do this. Let's kill the world. Yeah. I think you need a couple more things in there to kind of justify that. If you did, if it was just with like the dad, like say you had a similar setup with the dad or you know, there was a letter that she found that just like, yeah, you really do suck. Love dad. I I, I buy that. You can't call him dad. Nah. Oh, yeah, you can call him the monocle the or monocle. whatever. That and is, then they I, had like all that unrequited love with Diego. Like maybe she was just like, man, I just wanted to bone my brother. And he didn't, he didn't want to bone me back. Real mad about it. Yeah. There's like two. Did they want to bone? I don't know. Well, I, no, there's like a I lot of sexual stuff, tension there. There was a lot of stuff about D, at least Diego like liking her. Because, uh, what's his face said that? Uh, the monkey guy. Luther. Yeah. Pogo. Pogo. Oh, wait, the Luther. monkey man guy. Pogo. Yeah, monkey One guy, not like just the monkey that can talk. Space boy? Yeah. Space monkey boy. Yeah. Space boy's pretty, I think he's the the main protagonist for this. For me, anyway. I, yeah, think I don't know, he's like supposed to be. He's like Superman, where you're kind of like, man, this. one. Yeah, man, this guy kind of sucks, but like he is the leader, so I guess we'll listen to him. Yeah, and... He's really the only one who keeps him go, like keeps going. But I think what I I've always enjoyed about this concept, ever since I kind of found out about the Umbrella Academy, and it's still here in this book, is it's just kind of fucked up X Men. Yeah, it's mutants. Yeah, and their dad was or their their Professor Monocle dad man. You can call him dad. We'll we'll allow it. (laughs) I don't for now. He's not here. (laughs) Josh, why won't you just why won't you let me have that? Or just say uh, every time have a free dad. Every time yeah, you're hey. saying dad, just say you're going to do like air quotes and we'll just, that'll just be for every time. So that way when you talk about like your dad, his dad, all air quotes. Your dad, if he was still around. My dad. Hey, Speaking ba- of which, <laughs> one more. That's not what this episode's about. Deadbeat, deadbeat dad. Oh yeah, that's Round right. like four or five. That's our new award for the show. Deadbeat dad of the month. And this time it goes to that Hargreaves guy because whenever he's around, flashback, 
present faked or otherwise. Just the worst Just an guy. asshole. Could you imagine going around just buying children? That's what you do for a living. I'm going to go find as many children as I can that have powers and buy them. I can't even imagine, like, buying lunch. Because, I mean, I, mean, I, he, I can't. I, can't. I guess <laughs> he bought them. He probably bought them. Yeah. Well, he oh, no, he definitely bought them. A little bargaining. Yeah, he's just like, hey, give me all... Give me your kid. I'll give you this money. You want my elevator or whatever the whatever they called it? Yeah, there's like a lot of weird like steampunk technology yeah. in this elevator, televator, yeah, and then communicator. It's like, well, I know what that is. A phone. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's just my iPhone. Yeah. Or do you think he like made like a toaster oven that also kept things cold while you like weren't using it to toast stuff? The brave little toaster. Yeah. Refrigerator. The refrigerator or toaster fridge. Mm. I mean, I'm sure he did. That and many other great trademark, things. Trademark, trademark, trademark. <laughs> <laughs> sure, he did that and many other great things, Higgins. Don't don't get me wrong, but that's not what it's that's not what he's about. He's about bringing these kids together to maybe stop this thing. Maybe he knew the apocalypse was coming, and so he's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna get these kids together." But if he did know that, why would he get the one who causes the apocalypse? Well, a thing that is in this as well as in the show is that he does studies on them. It talks about how while they're sleeping, he runs all these tests. So if he knew, that's why he put her on this medicine to... Suppress it. Yeah, to suppress, suppress it for it. as long as he could. Yeah. Tell her she didn't have any powers, so she wouldn't use those or powers. Or try to figure out what her power was. Mm-hmm. Like, he's not giving her any leeway to figure out what she is or what she can do. And she never figured it out either. That one guy, he put on her, put her on a machine, happened to find those notes. Well, he found he the book. He through the phonograph thing. I yeah, like that. He, he yeah. found the notes. He painted her. He did paint her. Yeah. Yeah. Man, the white violin looks so tight, though. The character design in this is amazing. Yeah. Like, all of them look great. Even Pogo. Pogo's great. All of the individual costume designs. I didn't know how I felt at first about the costume designs, because I do really enjoy this world being as expansive as it is, but it does come at that cost of these characters aren't as great as I know they can be, yeah. like, fleshed out as I know they can be. I like the grounded aspect of that in, in like, the show and stuff, but... The designs are just amazing to see. The white violin looks great. The uh, space boy, man on a monkey body thing is good. I really enjoy that you can tell, even though number five's still a little kid, he looks like a a short little man. Yeah. (laughs) So did you have anything, when he was still on space, or he's still on the moon, space boy, he's talking to someone, something called Ben. Yeah, yeah, the robot. So what is your affiliation with that? compared i'm not trying to compare it completely to the show but they don't go into who ben is at all in this yeah as far as that robot he's just kind of there at the beginning and end i think it's just a robot and they named it after because their ben brother is the six is number six and Correct. he's gone and we i i don't know what happened to that guy because uh josh you you read there's like a little bit of back matter mm-hmm. in both our copies um and so there's a comic that's set I don't even know if it's set in continuity, but if it is, it's all of them together before he still died. when yeah. they're basically the same age they are now. Yeah. And so he's still alive at that point, but something happened to him and some people blame, uh, Allison, Allison, maybe space boy too. I can't remember. Yeah. They but, did blame rumor. I mean, that's like one of the big things inside that they blamed her. She used her power for something. I don't know if that's what caused his death. Yeah. Or whatever she used it for kind of, had a domino effect and yeah. led to him getting killed. <laughs> Can we? We had, code names wise, we both had an issue with oh, Diego's I have a code name. Big issue. Who is uh? He's cracking. 
now. Oh yeah, it, what? Why is he? I, why, why? How does that make sense? Well, why is he cracking when and not the other literal, guy and not Ben? A literal octopus coming out of that guy's chest. Yeah, I, it's just a little hang up I have, but come on. <laughs> yeah, and what was Ben's? Ben's was like destroyer. Horrors, horrors, horrors. Yeah, because yeah. he's what? got that weird, creepy cracking in. It him. was in the the last little chapter Hordes? thing. Horror, horrors, horrors. Okay. Remember how spooked you were last last month? I things? thought you just said horrors, and it could I was be like, I don't know why. That's you Allison's code name. You don't want to know what he's doing with those tentacle seconds. You don't want to know. <laughs> I guess you're right. Yeah, horrors is his name, but it just doesn't it doesn't make any sense. I don't like it. Yeah. It's stupid to be upset about it, but when it's just so obvious that his should be cracking. But how how does it fit who he is? How did he get cracking? He throws it, knives. Yeah, that, that's his power is he can just if he throws a knife or any object he'll hit his mark. Yeah. He's, he's bullseye. That's what krakens do. You know. There's that? like uh, they throw stuff all the time. <laughs> They're so good. They never miss. Never. His miss. other powers, like what? Uh, he can swim. He can. Well, yeah, he can hold his breath like indefinitely or something like that. I don't know. There was a part where he just like dove into the water randomly after he got pissed off, and then showed up like the miles. Yeah, all the way over there at the amusement go into part. It. Yeah, he they, just kind of seems like a super soldier, like a Captain America s kind of guy with yeah. also a, win- the a winter power. soldier, you might say. But yeah. I don't, a winter soldier, like a very wintry soldier. He does kind of look like the Winter Soldier yeah. in this. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he doesn't have an eyeball. He doesn't have the eye. He's missing his right eye. Yeah. Probably poked it when he threw it. He didn't threw miss his target. Didn't miss. He's like, a maybe boomerang. I... <laughs> maybe one of those tentacles from Ben poked it out. Oh, Because he wanted the name. Yeah. I don't know. I want to know what happened to that guy. He's so interesting I still to me. don't have my answers. I know. I didn't just... get my answers from the show. I didn't get my answers from the book. Well, what's the point? Why even read, you know? Yeah, I'm done. But, <laughs> no, I. They just set you up to read and watch more and more and more. I wanted. I really wanted there to be more family stuff in this because I think that's what makes this concept interesting is the seven kids that were brought together raised by this asshole of a a dad, not dad, monocle man. And then they have to come back together because of him and then work together to save the world. I think I, I don't think them actually saving the world is what makes that story interesting. I think them having to deal with each other after all this time and the only memories they do have are terrible for them like I, I really enjoy all that stuff and you get glimpses of it but the payoff isn't really there as much because the setup wasn't there to begin with like even some of the deaths that i thought would really kind of hurt just just kind of there yeah there's not a lot of relationship details between anybody you don't get much of anything besides allison making monkey boy kiss him or kiss her yeah that's weird <laughs> i don't i don't know if i like that no because it just kind of goes against what that character was like trying to change about herself because she is divorced from her husband and can't see her child because she used her power on them in some way, like made them do something. And so she's, she says she regrets that, but then she just does it again with him. Yeah. And he's okay with it. One person. She does it like three times during the whole thing. Yeah. I'm happy she got her throat slit. And then she freezes up in the middle of a battle when she needs to actually use it. When they go to the, the carnival or whatever yeah, was going on. That's yeah. right. freezes and doesn't use it, but then she just uses it willy-nilly. Like, I was wondering if it was going to work. Like, she seemed kind of useless in the fight because, like, they were robots, so I didn't know. I mean, unless she just wanted the people to leave or something like that. They're termonauts. They're intelligent robots. They're bad news, man. I did like that they were the same, or they were related to the, the battle they had with the Eiffel Tower thing back in the past. Yeah. I thought it was kind of cool. And they kind of look like a box of popcorn or like a bag of popcorn. So that's neat. I see what you were thinking about during this. <laughs> Just hungry. 
What was the deal with the Eiffel Tower again? It's a spaceship. It was a spaceship, and there was made a by a robot doctor. zombie. Or something, yeah. Did Some it, I can't zombie. remember. Did it fly off at the end of that flashback? Yeah, and then at oh, the yeah, very and then it landed. End, it crashed on the house. Okay, that's what I thought. I couldn't remember if that was, you know, like you said, it crashes at the house at the end, and I'm like, dang it, I guess we'll just start building again. Maybe it was in the moon? Because I remember Ben, that robot at the very end, he's like, yeah. he's like, hey, some debris fell off from the moon, and it's heading towards this area, and he's like, I oh, don't worry about it. I'm sure it's nothing I have to deal with. Maybe I thought was. that was the big piece of the moon that was going to kill him at the very end. Oh, it was just the Eiffel Tower going right at him? No, I thought it was like the debris. He was talking about the giant piece of the moon that was going to be the apocalypse. Yeah. And he's like, I don't got to worry about it. I'm on the moon. If the Eiffel Tower hit the moon, not like affiliated anyway, yeah. the Eiffel Tower is going to be the thing that kills everybody. But the moon exploding and then the Eiffel Tower, like coincidence? I think it's just been there. Like, I think after it flew off, it just hit the moon and then no one really figured it out or said anything. And then when they averted the apocalypse... But she already started like destroying the moon. It just kind of like fell off, and it's just kind of like all a nice these people little... die. Why not just dis- destroy our house? <laughs> I, I'm glad the house is gone though, and I like the idea of they're going to start over, even though they're not as bad as Hargreaves is, but they're way too fucked up to like make anything work. Like if they're going to start their own school. I don't know where the story goes from here yet, but I imagine them starting their own school, and it's just just so terrible. Yeah, not much better. Is like, mom there? Mom's weird. I still don't understand. Mom's, <laughs> mom sucks in the comic, but she just don't have a big part in the comic. That, that's what I'm saying. Like the the world being as big as it is in this, like there's aliens, there's superheroes, there's supervillains, like all that stuff is really interesting. But it kind of for me does the opposite of what Wanda did when we read that. Like when I read that for the first time and I saw like all this stuff going on in the book, I'm like, this is exactly what the story needed to make it, you know, give it new life. But here, it just takes away what I want to focus on. And I mean, that's not really, it's not necessarily a fair complaint because it's not my story. It was Gerard Way's story and he told it the way he wanted to. And it's still, it's fun. This book is still fun in yeah. a lot of ways. And just, it's... But you just want more. Yeah. And maybe we get it. I don't know. Like, maybe it's in the next two, vo- maybe that's all the next two volumes are, is just going back and it's all character development. Like, we still have to figure out kind of what's number five's deal with... Uh, Killing JFK? Killing JFK, the rest, the diner stuff. Like, what were those guys there yeah. for specifically? They did what do the, the little flashback with Dolores. That, yeah, 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 which was nice. Yeah, it's that's a good little set of panels because it just yeah. kind of catches you up on what has this guy been doing and for why is he insane? Years or however <laughs> yeah. many, yeah. Uh, and he figures out how to get back. And that she had, like the half of a mannequin actually like talked to him. Like yeah. she was like, oh yeah. Yeah, it had, like, speech bubbles yeah, in the panel. It's panels. supposed to be a four, not a two, you yeah. idiot. It's like, I've been looking at this for, like, ten years. I just thought I'd let you figure it out. That's right. I forgot. Yeah. He figured out the, the formula for time travel, and it was just no, to get Dolores a number did. wrong. Or <laughs> Dolores figured it out. Yeah, she did. <laughs> Don't give him any. Then he doesn't deserve that credit, does he? No, no credit. Number five still, he, he's still great. He's, yeah, he's still my favorite. Yeah. I Even want more of, I like him with the monocle on. Yeah, uh, I forgot about that because it's, like, this huge page of, it's like it lets you see into what he saw when mm-hmm. he was alive because he's looking at Pogo and he sees how Pogo was made and it freaks yeah. him out because he's like, I had no idea that you went through all this. And it's just, that's what this does a lot of, this this first uh, volume. It raises so many questions that you you just want to, like, that's what I want to read about. You yeah. know, I want to read about the diner stuff, what's going on with that. I want to read about the monocle. I forgot about that, but that's, it's one of the best parts as far as the best teases. Mm-hmm. I think, this is a really good setup to what's probably a great story that I ha- I just haven't read yet. But I w- would like to see more 
more with those characters because I like those characters. And even when I got of them in this, I like, I just want to see that go somewhere. Yeah. Because number five, number one, they're, you get, you get a good bit with them, but the rest, I'm just kind of like, like yeah. Seance. Seance was kind of a real disappointment. And he's probably one of my favorite characters coming out of the show. He doesn't really do a whole bunch. He's, I mean, he's a big part at the end during the fight. That's the only reason that they were able to stop was him. But yeah, that's kind of it. You don't really get much from him. No, he you get a few jokes here and there. Not like a, and he can fly. Yeah, he can fly, can he? He yeah. has like telekinesis. He has way cooler powers in this. Yeah, yeah, but he's like Josh said. He's just kind of a plot device. Mm-hmm. He, he's the re, like he's huge in. It's like they needed as, him for this one part, so just throw him in early. Just kind of let him skim by mm-hmm. until the very end. He's one of them by. Deus Ex Machinas they, they talk about. Deus Klaus? Yeah. Maybe. Klaus Sex Machina. Klaus Sex Machina? <laughs> Higgins. All those words. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's not really a character in this, and it kind of sucks. Like, he has great moments. Like, honestly, him stopping the apocalypse is just kind of like, eh, they needed something to stop the apocalypse. That's fine. But when he was teasing Vanya, pretending to be Hargraves, and he had all those other, like, musical spirits to throw them off their groove or whatever. Yeah. That's really cool. Like that's using, that's the kind of, that's the side of his powers I want to see because the telekinesis is actually pretty useful as a power in like fighting or whatever, but him talking to the dead, how do you make that work for you in a fight? And it's just that kind of clever stuff that yeah. I really get into. They played Bach. No, they didn't. Well, no, it was it Bach. I can't remember. Some, maybe a, a, a Bach in there, a, um, there was Bach at one point. Uh, I almost, I, for some reason, I wanted to say Roosevelt. I know that's not a composer. Yeah, yeah he played. He played something, didn't he? Yeah. One the of mandolin. Them. He played the chair. Oh. I think... Uh, that's wrong. <laughs> FDR played the... The polio? Yeah, the piano. Oh, sorry. Close. Because he, you sit down while you play that. <laughs> that's oh, yeah? why he was always <laughs> okay. sitting down. Wow, Higgins. Sorry, that's... Great history I lesson. mean, I guess we said we both made a polio joke, yeah, so I that's he was fine. a werewolf. We really... <laughs> We were only supposed to make mint jokes and just kind of got out of We haven't even made one mint joke yet. Well, we made all the mint jokes at the beginning and Snoop's going to put them in later. Okay, yeah, cut them up. I already ran out. <laughs> I could smell your breath from you here. You ran out of scope. Uh, I got a little I don't bit. really... Got a little bit. Let's see. I don't know if I have really anything else to talk about. The white violin looked cool. There's a little bit. Um, I don't know if Higgins got to read about this, where they run up on Allison and she's dead. Mm. And this magician, murderous magician guy... Has killed Allison, but during that, Allison's still alive. Going through that, I don't, what, does that have any affiliation with the actual story we just read? Yeah, I read or? a little bit about that stuff. Um, basically, there's two stories. There's that one, which is a little longer, and then the first one is a two-page story about um, number five sending Klaus back in time. And that was awesome. I do like that they added that in there. Yeah, because... Uh, Except it was a little bit different. He, like, goes to the French Revolution or something. Yeah, he's I don't talking know. French. He's speaking French a lot. I don't know what it's saying. I, I don't know. It's called the that story is called Mondieu. Yeah. Which translated means I think it's just like Mondu. Fondue? Like Mondu. Mon I want Fondue. Get it after Deux. we wash this men Deux. out of our mouth. Oh, like, oh it's it's, it's it's my God is what it's saying is oh. translated to. So okay. my God, I was in I went back in time. So was it like the French Revolution or what the, I don't know what's yeah, going on. There was definitely some Killing. some uh French and they were Baguette? they were they were uh, rebelling. They were revolting. Right they were revolting. Thank you. Thank, oh. thank you. Because war is just, that's what war is. It's but revolting. The French what revolution. is it good for? Mm-hmm. Absolutely nothing. Um, but <laughs> yeah, that one, that story was made right before the first issue as kind of a um, a teaser. Yeah. To, you know, get people hyped for it whatever. This really is good. 
So that one is just kind of its own little thing. The one you're talking about is, um, but the past ain't through with you. Yeah. And it's just kind of like a six or seven page story where, like you said, rumor is found dead, but by another rumor and Space Boy and Klaus. And he's like, nope, that's definitely you. You died. And they're kind of trying to figure out why while also facing that. He's Mur- just kind of the a, Joker. But yeah. Has but magic. Has, yeah. And he has, he got money from winning some murderous prize and he bought like a murderous. He built a big murder bot. Is that, oh yeah. He spent every penny. Every single penny. Yeah. On that murder bot. Uh, and he brings it on a talk show and then just kind of lets it loose and traps him in there. And so it, it's, it's very, it rips off Batman pretty well. Like mm-hmm. I almost had to, I almost missed it, but there's, there's the murder magician and the assistant, which is just Harley Quinn and the Joker. But there's also a a Jim Gordon esque character who Lupo, yeah, Lupo, who right before the the, uh, the heroes show up, he's like, "Give me my teeth so I can talk to him." Yeah. Lupo <laughs> shows up in the re- the regular part yeah, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. He's the one that busts busts them fools mm, at the yeah. end of it. That's mm-hmm. right. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Um, but I, I really enjoyed like kind of. Not so much the Batman tie-ins, but just kind of the little twist they did with them. Like, Jim Gordon not having any teeth is just a fun image. Yeah. Um, but with that story, it's, it kind of goes into, like, Hargreaves, again, being kind of weird. At the end of it, he's like, yeah, I'm the one that kind of caused this, that made the mm. the thing with Allison. So she was telling this this rumor the whole time where she was at the library when she was really doing something else. She was okay. shacking up with some knife-throwing yeah. person or whatever. She kept, telling, she kept telling this rumor and eventually a fake her appear oh, to actually up. be at the library and after that Hargreaves tipped off the murder magician you know anonymously he's like hey rumors at this library you could probably kill her yeah. so he was trying to he was probably trying to like he said it was the teacher a lesson yeah. well to stop some stuff from like going down yeah I don't yeah, like, he used it I'm as sure like a class like, that really didn't work yeah and I think that's the best part about Hargreaves is he wants them to be like the best superheroes on the planet but, but he's a shitty he's teacher a terrible teacher <laughs> <laughs> and this is just kind of what's happened since then. And it, it seems like there there's more of those stories maybe in later volumes because I think they said, like, you know, when you come back, some of these characters may or may not be dead. So I wouldn't be surprised if there's a story like this that actually reveals to us how Ben died because Ben is in the same story. Yeah. And at this point, they are adults, and he's still around, and he's still fighting with them. So whatever has happened to that, that guy, whatever terrible thing it is. Whatever horrific yeah. thing. Has- <laughs> there you go. And that that's why it. we know his name is because they say it in this. They say yeah. his name's yeah. Horrors or something. Um, but yeah, it's that's a good little story. And it does give more to Rumor and kind of her power set and kind of what can come from that. Like, her power set is easily the strongest thing that's in Out this. Out of all of them. Yeah. yeah. But I like that they have to come up with ways to kind of deal, like, because otherwise she could just fix everything. And, you know, that's... That's interesting for to see how a writer kind of tackles that. But kind of seeing that in that story, there's repercussions to her using her power, which is mm. kind of what you're saying there. Same thing going into the normal story. There was some type of repercussion for her using it on her family. Yeah. So She can't see him no more. No more. No more. Now we don't have to worry about any repercussions because she got her throat slit and they said that she'll never speak again. Nice. So. Severed vocal cords. Yeah, she, so she, she's worthless now. Yeah, yeah pretty much. She's just Pogo because his brains blew out. She can still kiss oh, Monkey yeah, Man. Pogo's that was sad. gone. Yeah. yeah, that was the death that I'm just kind of like, eh. Because the thing is, it just, like, it looks great. Like, the gore in this is really, yeah. really crazy to see. Like, she cuts, uh, the white violin cuts um, the, the conductor in half just a second after kind of debuting. Just yeah. to and, test out them powers. Yeah, and it's just like with, the, like, a little, when she kills Pogo, it's just like a little ping. 
yeah. pluck of the violin and his brain just pops out of the back of his head. Like it looks amazing. And that's what makes this book for me. But that death didn't really do anything for me because her killing him doesn't make any sense because I think it made the most the sense. Only person because, that cared uh, for. Yeah. He was the only one that he was the only one that cared for her. And she's just gone, been driven like to the point of like absolute insanity. So mm. the fact that she sees him and you're like, oh, he's talking to her and it's going to finally stop her. And then she's just like, no, nope, kills him instantly. There's not like even a small portion of her that's still inside of like her head. She's just a full apocalypse machine by that's that point. That's interesting. Oh, okay. See, I didn't, may ask the problem. I didn't actually see it that way. I just saw it as because he was the one person that we knew was actually kind to her. I thought it was like, why would you kill? Why would you kill him? I, I thought maybe there was supposed to be a part in there where she finds something out about him that he did to her in the past. You know, maybe he like, keeping the secret about her powers or something. Yeah. But I think that's what threw me off. But actually, now that you say it that way, that does work really well. I'll take it back, Higgins. You get I, this one. Like, you win this one. Yeah. I I'm, I have an idea <laughs> once or twice. Yeah, You write it down sometimes? I never write it down. Oh, that's a secret. I don't believe in pen and paper. So also a kind of bummer during that was how easily she went down. Even oh, though it was kind of, yeah. I mean... Just bullets to the with head. five just shooting her in the head with like a 45. Pretty tight though, right? I enjoyed cool. his snarky comment where, because Diego's trying to talk her down and she's like, is this the part where we all make up and we're a family? And then he's just like, no, this is the part where this bullet goes into your brain and you can't move anymore. Which is pretty cool when they talk about it. Like she's going to be just fine, but she can never play the violin again. Yeah, she'll get some motor skills back, yeah, but, but she'll never, never play. So yeah. she's not a threat anymore. And so, but she's still white. She's, she's looking so white, so pure. Wow. That's a good paint job. Michael Jackson really missed out on that guy. <laughs> I know, man. He. I don't think we're allowed to mention Michael Jackson on this podcast. Oh, oh we can. He's dead. Not now. when we're talking about a bunch of kids. That's who went the to only time it makes. Hey, sense they're to old talk enough about now. Michael Jackson now. <laughs> One of, except five. One of them is still ten. Sort of. It, it's an amazing looking book. It like, is. I say it over and over again because that's the best thing I got out of this. I, I don't think the story's bad at all. I just think it needs a little more. Detail there yeah. to kind of really get me attached to it, and I'm I'm probably gonna get that in another trade whenever you know, like season two of the show comes out. But and that's the difference between the, this is more of like a I wouldn't say futuristic kind of world that they live in. I mean, it is, but when you look at the show, it's more human, like a human life that's actually being lived by each one of these kids. But in the comic, it's it's a lot more it's a lot more surreal. Yeah, with all this stuff kind of going on, because even though they're they're superheroes, it's just kind of. Yeah, it's another team of superheroes, and they're gone now. You know, they had their moment. Oh, they're back, and they did save the world like they said they were going to. And now that they've saved the world, it's you know, what do you do? I know make the a, next one make is a called sandwich. A, Snoop. He told oh, he did, he did make, make a, sandwich. a sandwich. Yeah, it's literally the thing he said. He also started number five's favorite sandwich, PB and J. Yeah, he's on the he's on the milk box. He's missing. Mm-hmm. That means that milk's really old. Old milk. That's old milk. Don't drink it. I guess he can drink it because he's got that monkey bod. I don't, I don't know what your stomach does. I don't know how well it handles dairy if you're a gorilla. I don't know. It goes to his arms. If you believe in evolution, then <laughs> it works not. the same way as uh, ours does. Now we're getting into this now. <laughs> no, uh, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let Josh's Josh... body doesn't handle dairy as well as some of us. <laughs> yeah. I'm just gonna let Josh give us a rating so we can like let these people yeah, go. I, I think. mean, did anyone else have anything? Any other input on anything? I think we covered a good. Yeah, we bit. covered a good bit of it. I yeah. mean, they can read it. It's good enough, can, too. That's not why they come here. They want us to read it. They, they come here to listen to us read, drink, and then kind of stumble our way through both. Exactly. And I think we kind of skipped our way through this one, you know? Like I said, stumbled our way through both. And we started at the beginning and ended at the beginning. 
Nice. Mm-hmm. I missed out a, on a really good opportunity to say Hargraves took the kids to see the Black Parade or some joke like that. And I'm going to say it now and hopefully you can work it in. If not, you can just cut it out. I'll just leave it. I've in. been thinking about it the entire time and it just never came up. It's what we were talking about earlier. <laughs> I'll just leave all this in so you, you kind of get your way. All right. Because, I mean, you're right. It's just A1 joking. <laughs> I'm glad I got that joke in mint condition. <laughs> huh. Oh, there's another there one. There it is. Got one. Um, but, yeah, uh, yeah, Josh, you're our guest. As Higgins said, you probably know every time we read a book, we give a, a rating. Could mean everything. Could mean nothing. Or, yeah. So what do you think of this book, and what would you give it? Hmm. I'm going to give this six-chapter what is it, six issues, six out of ten umbrellas, Ooh. closed umbrellas. Oh, nice. Man, I, I, you know, I had a good idea of what that meant, but with these umbrellas closed, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it's not raining outside. That's good. Maybe you're it's inside, a, so you need to bright. have them closed. Yeah. Or you'll have however many years of bad luck. I think it's like seven. Well, no, you got to take that and multiply it by six, though, Higgins. I don't do math on 43. this podcast. <laughs> uh, well, you know what you do do? I give it a rating, too. I'm going to do five out of seven weird kids. Because there's at least five of those, yeah. Well, and two of them are gone. So, like, I was like, that seems right. And that's how I feel about the book, too. Are two gone? I think just one's gone. She's alive. She's just paraplegic. Well, he was gone for a while. He was gone. The one kid was gone for a while. Oh, yeah, five. Five was gone, and then six was gone. So, yeah, yeah, that works. And I said kids, so... Yeah. There were kids. Yeah. So and that's how I feel about the book. About a five out of seven. It was good. Could be better, but it wasn't that bad. I agree. Wow. I, I still have, like I said, I have my issues. Not that. too shabby. <laughs> uh, I don't think... Have you ever given a bad rating on this? The last book, I think I gave, like, not not the best. Higgins, you know that rating doesn't matter because we oh, were yeah, scared. No. These, thinking, these ratings don't mean anything to me. <laughs> wow. Well, and, Higgins, if and they don't mean I'm, anything to you, then how are they supposed to mean something to the listeners? I thought that was like half the point. <laughs> we have very two different ideas about how this show works. <laughs> and I'm just here. Yeah. Well, you might be here from now on. Oh, no. <laughs> this guy over here. Well, Higgins, since you haven't asked me, I'm oh, going to do was my your rating. rating? No. Hey, Snoop, what was your rating? Oh, thank you for asking, Josh. Hey, so Snoop, my, what's... Higgins, what, I'm talking. What, 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 what I'm, was I'm your answering, rating? I'm answering Josh's question, all right? Calm down. I'll get to all you right. in a second. Whatever it is you have to say to me, we'll get there. But first, let me tell Josh about my rating. All right. So anyway, Josh... As far as this book goes, kind of talked about it. I like where it could go, but as far as where it went, I'm a little disappointed just because I really like these characters and kind of want to see more of them. So I'm gonna be I'm gonna be a little controversial here, and I'm gonna give this one a Juno. Because all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in because one of my <laughs> one of my people that I worked in worked with they were like, okay, you gave it a zero out of a zero last week, and I was like, they you were really like, hung that up makes on that. no, they were like, that makes no sense. It's like you gave it a zero, and you're like, but no, that's that's good. It's zero out of zero. Yeah, can you divide by zero? No, it's, it's zero. like it's literally like not impossible. I know I said no math, but like not a real <laughs> thing. You at least have to like come up with like a number. No, I don't. What's what is a Juno? He did no Uno Juno Uno Juno. All right, because Juno plays <laughs> out number, of what though? Juno plays number seven in the Netflix show. One out of seven. I like then? the Netflix show better. So for the book, I'm going to give this one a Juno. Higgins, this isn't this isn't rocket science. All You're right, making him sweat. This is first grade stuff. I just want to know if you were to give me one out of ten, where does Juno fall on that pyramid? Because <laughs> This is on the where... backside. <laughs> See, this is why I was telling him my rating and not you. 
It's not my fault you eavesdropped. I just, I just, I just want to know. <laughs> really throwing them off. Yeah. He's really tilted. Because what this. if I want to read this book, Snoop? I've told you everything you need to know about it. Well, you should have <laughs> read it before this. I don't, I can't, I can't make this rating any more clear, Higgins. And let me tell you, I'm sure you're the only one who doesn't get it because it's plain as day. Look at John. He knows exactly what know. I'm talking about. The listeners know what I'm talking about. You know, Juno. What? I'm just saying, if I come back and my coworker says it doesn't make sense again, I don't want to have to sit in a room and cry with you for another hour because they didn't like it. Are you talking about crying with your your? No, I was talking about crying with you. You'll you'll never cry with me. We cry alone here. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you got your own table. You cry over there. All right. I was just trying to help out. I'm not. I'm I'm standing firm on this rating. All right. All right? Like I said, I liked it, but Did I it, love it? it's missing some stuff for me. So like probably like a five or a six, like Josh said, right? Yeah, six clothes umbrellas. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But speaking of ratings and reviews. I was super excited to see that we have a review. We do. A good one. And this is like us like doing our closing up shop stuff. You've already got the broom in hand. Yeah, okay. Why so are you so lost today? We got this podcast and you can listen it listen to it on No, no, you like, can listen it. Literally <laughs> like all of the things except for maybe like two. And if you're lis- using those to listen to your podcast, you're on the wrong ones. <laughs> Get on the, the other impl- ones. Yeah, get on the other ones. There's like 50 of them, and you're on... Name the, a few. There's a Stitcher of uh, iTunes, <laughs> uh, Google Podcasts, whatever that one is. Spotify. Yeah, Spotify. Spotify, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Podcast then, uh, Addict. Yeah, Podcatchers. All your, all your podcatchers. All your local podcatchers at a store near you. But Pick yeah, we up. got a review on the... You want me to read the review? We the got iTunes. a review. Yeah, oh, we, and we would love for you guys to send us a rating or review. As well, yeah. You can, you can do well. that on most of your podcatchers. Apple Podcasts is probably the best one. I think one. it's the best one. and it, It's the one that matters the most. It's yeah. the one I can see the easiest, so it does matter the most. Oh, yeah. okay. It's um, the one that Kanye reads. <laughs> is it? I don't know. I'm, I'm, is he I'm, the one I'm who gave us there. the review? He's probably on title. <laughs> do they have podcast on title? <laughs> is it a Christian sure company? You know he's a gospel singer. <laughs> Brand new album. Things I got that review right here for you. It's on Apple Podcasts. We got three ratings on it, all five stars I just want to mention. So thank you to any and all who did that. You can do that too. Take the time if you want. Go ahead. But this review comes to us from uh, One Loaf, and it says, Best podcast since sliced bread. Rye, sourdough, white, pumpernickel, and wheat cannot compare to this content. Snoop and Higgins have created a unique concept and do a great job sharing their perspectives on comics in an always entertaining way. Every time I listen, I can't go over eight minutes without a solid chuckle. Give it a listen too. Thank you, One Life. One Life. I was like, man, I'm going to go see uh, if Snoop changed our podcast from a religious and spirituality podcast to like anything else. He didn't, but then I was like, oh, this review just makes everything like, made me completely forget about that. Yeah, because it came from this, from my 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 genre. We got this far with this being a religious and spirituality podcast. Tickets. This review would not be here. You think one loaf that. would listen? I don't know. I'm pretty sure it's someone we just know because you said you it's knew Caitlin who it was. Yeah, I figured. <laughs> I, it was either Caitlin Mobley or Ryan, but Ryan. Yeah. Uh, no, thank you, Caitlin Mobley, for uh, doing this review. She, yeah, no, I knew because she called me asking me how to review the podcast. And, oh, okay. So I helped her do that. But all these words that she said, that's all her comes from the heart i know mm-hmm. and she had to ma- i like that she made like a whole like itunes like 
persona just for this one review. Mm-hmm. I hope she went and took that persona to review other podcasts. <laughs> and just like a lot of bread theme reviews. <laughs> <laughs> That's the real hero of the story. Oh, uh, while we're mentioning people, shouts out to Caitlin Mobley, of course. Thank you again. Um, another shout out to someone I forgot to shout out last time, Andy Newman. He suggested the story I was going to read for our Halloween episode, but I ran out of time and I read something different. But still, good story. Thanks for it. Sorry I didn't mention you last month. I know. You're so glad you remembered to say that because I was supposed to make fun of you for that and I totally forgot. That's two times in one episode you didn't get to call me out. I mm. did it I did it earlier, like three times. Over the Juno thing? And like the <laughs> part where he got the comic wrong. I did it in the middle somewhere. And then, uh... I think it's all the things. Oh, uh, Higgins, they can email us things if they want. We have yeah. a, an email for that. It's uh, yourcomrades at gmail.com. Send us a letter. Let us know what you thought about this book. If you like my rating or if Higgins is just being a real prick about it. Um, or if he's right. I don't know. But I want to hear from you because your opinion is what matters. Josh, too. Mine, too. Not you, Higgins. Sorry, Go not Higgins. yet. Um, but, yeah, they can send us emails through that. Higgins, you're on Twitter. I am. Mm-hmm. And it is at MikeHiggins93. It is. It is. And you're also on the Instagram at jstern93. Yep. Yes. Yeah, um, yeah, nailed it. You I can I'll, find me on both of those things, and I'll probably reply. <laughs> My phone's pretty dry at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> really, spi- you need some someone to spice up your social media. Yeah. Life. yeah. Well, I want my social media shout out. I was about to give it to you, and then Higgins just just stole them. You know what, Higgins? Since you wanted to talk, you tell them about Josh's stuff. Well, or I'll, ask I'll him. tell tell them yours, and then Josh gets the best for last okay. treatment. I'll be there. Snoop underscore Lynch on both the Twitter and the Instagram. You know it, Higgins. And Josh, I I don't know what yours is, so um, just you tell catch us me on quick. Neopets. J O S H W A H H, Joshua, and that's the only social media I have. Well, Higgins, once again, great read with you. Great read with Josh. More importantly, great ratings all around. I might add as well. I think everybody's going to love them, even you. Um, but we've said that. We've done that. We talked about where people can find us. They should do that too. Now tell them where they're going to find us next month and what we're talking about. We're going to be reading Klaus, How Santa Claus Began by uh, Grant Morrison, and mm-hmm. it looks really edgy. He's back, yeah, with uh, artist Dan Mora, and it does look oh, so much edge, Higgins. I'm just looking at it right now. Just imagine Santa Claus, but with a sword. And a black leather jacket. Sleeveless, of so course. Tim Allen is what you're trying to say. Yeah. He's, he's basically the Grant Morrison of uh, Santa Clauses. So I'm, I'm actually a little excited about this. Yeah, it looks neat. Yeah, why not? It'll be pretty good. I'll listen. You better. I'll leave a five-star review. Nice. It's going to be hard to top the sliced bread one we got from, from Kayla Mobley. I'll figure out my alias. You just wait. <laughs> <laughs> Can it also be food-related? It could be. Can could we be get tacos. that going? Can we just have various uh, ratings and reviews all by people with food-related things to say? Mine's just different Taco Bell items. <laughs> Oh, that sounds like a one star. Like a crunch. <laughs> I'm excited to see it, though. Thank you. And thank you for coming on the show. Of course. Yeah, you were supposed yeah, to be here last month. Yeah, thanks for coming month. on. Yeah. Sorry we couldn't get you on last month. Last month really ruined me. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I was ruined, too, so don't feel too bad. Not, not not our best month, but we're back better than ever. We read this book. I'm real happy about it. And, and now we're too. leaving. Now we're getting out of here. I'm going to go breathe ice <laughs> out of my mouth hole. It's not that bad. It's not I'm that already good. Done. Who doesn't love flat Coke? Me. And it's in a Pepsi cup. I'm drinking it anyway. My paper's dissolving. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to go finish this begrudgingly. But as always, I'll say cheers, guys. Josh, what do you want to say? Bye, actually, is what I want to say. Oh, wow, it's good. Why didn't I think about that? Higgins, 
What are you going to say? I'm going to, I actually have something. I just came up with it. It's like, uh, close that umbrella. <laughs> I like that. That makes one person. It's not even raining. 